Welcome, 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 welcome to it. It's a podcast, and you are listening to it. We are back. Oh my gosh! But sort of. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hello. Welcome to Not From Here. <laughs> Every time I've been starting, I hesitate because I feel like I'm doing an impression of other podcasts I listen to and how they start. <laughs> and so then I'm like, oh, you're a jerk. But anyway, hello. That, that is, that's like happens when you're starting out, especially in stand-up comedy where you're like, am I telling jokes as me or am I oh, just impersonating comedians I've seen? I remember. <laughs> like, is this real? When is I, this my voice? The first time I tried to do stand-up in college, I remember coming off stage and someone was like, oh man, you're just like Dane Cook. And I was like, oh. And at the time I hadn't really seen much Dane Cook. And I was like, oh no. I don't want people to think I'm not original, you know? And then, um, yeah. as, uh, as I grew up then back in LA, when we were doing stand up there, a friend was like, you really remind me of, um, John Mulaney. And I was like, Oh no, oh, okay, you're evolving. <laughs> I like, I've evolved and that's nice. But then I was like, well, but I'm not doing John Mulaney stuff. And he was like, no, 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 no. Just well, like you. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I was going to say, it's totally normal for comedians when they're starting out to like, you know, mimic who they've seen and until they develop their own voice. As long as you're not right. stealing jokes, it's exactly. totally, yeah. I think conventional even. And I think even um, subconscious. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no, to totally. Sense, They're know? not doing it on purpose necessarily. Yeah. Although some I think are. Um, I just want to, and I know it's, it might be too late to say this, but happy new year, everybody. Yeah. We haven't talked to the, our fishies in so long. We really haven't. It's kind of wild. Was, okay. So our last episode was November 4th and it, this is going out July 13th. So Hey guys, how wow. you been? Hi how everybody. Are, you know, how are the holidays? How you know? There was an election at that point. What you? else happened? We had Christmas. Oh um, man. Let's see. No wonder we needed to step away. There yeah, was so much happening. To, we had to we had to deal with. We needed some deep breaths and some space. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, if you guys should know too that we didn't take space from each other. I, we were still chatting. Oh no. All, uh, virtually weekly, but um, we just uh, we wanted to take some time for ourselves. You know, some. I, I think guess, yeah, I as a result of a lot of things, but. Um, none uh, definitely including just the state of the world and so our yeah. our, uh, our inherent stress and then um just you know just trying to put more time in the schedule to talk to my therapist i guess is really what it boils totally <laughs> i uh i've been doing like the better help same thing. same and I got to say, they may as well just call that better help yourself because it's not, oh, I don't like it. I'm, I'm quitting. You're not a fan. I've had, I've had a very positive well, experience with it. So yeah, yeah. I've had ups and downs, but I think it's also driven by the counselor who like my counselor ah. is good when I can get her on the line, but oh. it was, it's just been like the system is down. Like the video system is down and I really am not someone who's like wants to sit here and text or yeah. email you yeah. my stuff. I just want to have like a regular face to face conversation once a week. Oh. And face to face, I mean, you know, Zoom or digital sure. or whatever. And um, yeah, I've just it's just been a lot of pain in the butt. And I'm constantly worried about it getting hacked. Oh, that's <laughs> like, interesting. I've never had that like thought so at worried. all. <laughs> Which, by the way, like how inconsequential would it be if somebody did, like some stranger was like, oh, she's got imposter syndrome. That's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Somebody be like, wow, that guy, uh, he's really stressed at work. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's weirdly like, <laughs> I guarantee you it's paranoia because I'm like, I'm worried that like my middle school bully is now a genius computer hacker and he's going to sure. get into the conversation and find out that like, I'm still upset about being called 
you know, tiny tits or whatever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, I will say for anybody out there who's been like on the fence of doing something like that, not necessarily with BetterHelp or with any of them, like Talkspace or whatever. um, Yeah. My recommendation would be like, go and give it a shot because you never, you know what I mean? Like at least try it. But I've had a good experience with BetterHelp. And listen, I'm telling you that I'm not loving it right right, now. I'm not giving up completely. So, because it's still been good to have like someone to talk to weekly. So yeah, I still, I highly recommend. Uh, Maybe I'll jump over to Talkspace or just find a new counselor. I don't know what I'm going to do. But my experience was I started with someone and then they, we were emailing a lot, which at first was great because I was like, wow, I can really organize. That sounds like a dating app when you first start out. It really does. It really does. We're emailing a lot and we haven't set a date to meet, but. (laughs) Well, but then I wanted to chat on the phone because I was like, oh, I want like a real time (laughs) conversation. And she was not interested in that. And she was like, oh, I'm not available for that, but you can find someone else that is. So now I'm with somebody oh. else and they are and it's fantastic so anyway they, it was very easy to so do you also. like the phone thing see i really like the uh, video yeah. oh that's interesting yeah i you know what the thing is i get really easily distracted on the phone like i'm not good at talking on the phone in general like i have to be doing something else like driving or walking or whatever I, or cleaning i clean a lot and talk oh um, or walk the dog so you, i need you something need to, to like, occupy that like it. other part of my brain i'm on so many um the, the word zoom has just become like Kleenex for tissue, but like zoom calls every day for work. Yes. And then I've found that amongst my coworkers, there are several who will have either like they're on zoom on like an iPad or a tablet or another computer. And then while we're on the call, they're working on another computer or tablet and they miss mm. a lot of what's happening in the meeting. And then we have to go back and repeat yeah. for X, Y, and Z who said that it blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, wow, this could have been 30 minutes or even 20. And here we are an hour later. I'm like, come on. That's exactly why I have to be doing something else because I won't, I'm not focusing on the information. If my, it's so it's, it's like, it's exactly what you're saying. Like I can't even listen to a podcast if like, I don't focus on it. I'll Same. Be, thinking about something else like i have to do something else to I, there is something scientific about that like occupying that some other center of the brain do you know what's interesting with like a routine exercise yeah <laughs> because even even puzzling if i can just work on a puzzle like we have a, we've been you know throughout this yeah. whole thing we've been getting into puzzles where we just kind of keep one on the dining room table and so if i can just sit and like work on that while i'm listening to something that'll help i found like podcasting i i've only had success in driving or walking um but yep. and 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 those, I guess, are kind of like, well, walking for sure is like kind of a meditative activity. But I've tried to listen to podcasts on airplanes, which I haven't been on an airplane in like 90 years now, but uh, because of the pandemic. But I fall asleep like because I just feel like I'm sitting and staring at the back of a seat. And then I'm like, oh, I need something to like occupy my visual stimulus. Like if I'm walking, I'm looking at trees and houses and people and whatever. And if I'm driving, I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're looking at cars? Yeah, that's so interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've been trying to do a thing. Um, Sorry, (laughs) we just keep going. It's okay. I don't know. I think you might have said this too, but uh, I start, it's not really a news resolution, but I was like, oh, hey, okay. I'm hearing so many people talking about what they're changing about themselves this year, what their goals are, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get into bed and put my phone down and not mm. grab it once I get into bed. So it's like phone goes on the charger. I get into bed. Now I have taken on turning the television on a little bit more often in bed, but mm. I don't know. If Almost it's like a, you're replacing one screen with the other. Kind of, but it's much easier for me to shut off the TV and go to sleep and feel like, okay, yeah. that'll be there in the morning. For some reason right, right, right. in the infinite scroll of, you know, Instagram, I'm like, oh, well, I'm, what am I looking for? I don't know. <laughs> But I took that like kind of, I never really had a thing with laying in bed on my phone, to be honest with you. But 
Um, I do have a thing with sort of like reaching for it or like, I just, I, I don't even know. Cause I've, I think I've broken the habit, but I started, I put my phone on a charger that sits like I have to get up out of bed oh, to smart. get to it. Smart. And it's partially because of that to like stay off of it as I'm going to bed, but it's mostly um, to help me wake up when my alarm goes off. Oh, cause so you have to get up and go over to my phone. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Amy so that, that. that's helped me, <laughs> but yeah, but what I, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier too, is I'm working on just having that wind down time where not even in bed, but like the hour or two before I am headed to bed, like, like yeah. at eight or whatever, I stop using it. That's I'm like, smart. just don't, you know, be done with it, but it's tough. I mean, I don't know what it's really helping. It's just that I'm, you know, it makes me feel better. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely, well, I've connected social media use to stress and oh yeah, in the last definitely like few months for sure. Um, well, it's, and I yeah. don't know, that's funny you say that because I always thought it was maybe just me as a comedian, but cause I'll be scrolling and inevitably I'm going to see other comics and friends of mine's posts. And then that puts me in sort of like a weird spiral of like, well, that's really funny. Should I be coming up with stuff like Ugh. this? Or, oh, they got that, that spot at that place. I want that. And like yeah. a weird, um, almost shaming myself and jealousy or whatever. That's really unhealthy. And so wow. I've, I've taken to like unfollowing some of those people, but also just limiting my time on it. Yeah, for sure. You know? I get that. I think that's healthy or a healthy I choice. See I want to my friends and I want to, yeah. like, reading the funny memes and gifts and stuff, but, but, yeah. but yeah, it can be oddly stressful. Yeah. It's like, it's like dessert. Like I always want it, but I just want to have enough <laughs> of it and I don't need to keep having it. Cause if I keep yes. eating it, my pants won't fit. <laughs> I <laughs> totally. did a, um, social media is dessert. It is, it is, it is. But anyway, um, hello, we have not done this in quite a while. <laughs> I know we're like, are we just supposed to talk again? I guess. Um, yeah. Let's let's drop the, a truth bomb on everybody um, about tick, the tick. future of the podcast. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, we're coming to you uh, on this this day, this thirteenth day of twenty twenty one, to tell you that <laughs> this is going to be the last episode of Not From Here. This is it. This is the <laughs> this is the um, the return of the Jedi. This is the what. Is it skirt? Is that the last? <laughs> well, that was the original. I don't know last if we should one. be comparing but our podcast anyway. to Star Wars franchise. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, anyway, no, but maybe yes. Lord of the Rings. Maybe I think there. What? Oh, this is the Return of the King <laughs> episode. Yeah, but this is uh, you know we obviously, and I wanted to make it clear, and I kept saying this to you the other day. This uh, like we are still uh, as strong of friends as ever. It's just that we've made mm -hmm. the decision like, you know what, let's move on. Let's try some other things creatively, maybe together, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, yeah. But this has been an, a very big, like wonderful part of my life for the last few years. And I've really enjoyed doing it. Um, and in, a, in an interesting way, I would say like even through the stories and just the conversations we've had on the last like hundred and whatever episodes, but learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about you and grew and it's all wonderful yeah. stuff. So I hope for, you know, cause I know there are a handful of people who listen to us every week. I hope this was that yeah. for you as well. My parents especially. You know? Yeah. I hope, I hope they don't take it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> we love you fishies. Like the, the truth is we're not just because we're not going to be doing the podcast doesn't mean you can't you know, follow us and be fans of us and oh, still get sure. your little fix because we're still going to be creating stuff. Yeah. And, um, we just, I guess, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like the natural like progression. And honestly, I just looked at our episode sheet. We've been at this. We almost went three full years. Our first wow. episode was January 17th of 2018. 
This is grad school. So in, <laughs> in podcast terms, this has been a lifetime. I mean, three years is a good run. I got, there's so nothing consistent. to be ashamed of. Yeah. yeah. We were always so proud of our, cause like we have done 70 yes. episodes in a row. <laughs> I know this is episode. Are you curious? Episode 143. We made it. Wow. Um, that's wild. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so I'm proud of us. I, and I've had a really good time, but we just feel like it's the natural kind of uh, ready to move on situation. Yeah, and I, I know so. I, I, we were actually talking before we started recording that I was like, I'm already brainstorming like what I want to do next. I just want to be excited and passionate about it again and really motivated. And um, before I start, it'll be a podcast of some sort, I'm sure. So, you know, please, you know, continue to follow us and wait for our next projects and stuff. Yeah, I still do clean comics. So you can watch those. Yeah. And yeah. obviously... Lots of stand-up comedy shows, uh, mostly virtually. So <laughs> you could still be fans of ours. Listen 100%. to Chris on the radio. Yeah, you can hear me on the radio, um, you're online, wherever you are, WTMX.com, or download our Mix app and listen there. Yes. Was that Colby in the background? Did you? Can you hear him? I can hear I, it. I so know. I'll say I can hear He's it on like, my... That's a big boy bark. Yeah, that was a, that was a big one. I can hear it in mm -hmm. my phone. So like uh, behind the scenes here, I have one ear that listens to my audio and one that listens to our phone call. I can hear him there, but I don't know if it's in your mic. I doubt it. I think... I Maybe think it might be. a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. He wanted to be on the last Hopefully my wife will calm him down, but I think she's on a call too. He, Maybe this is my responsibility. Do you know what's interesting? <laughs> he heard you say this is the last episode and now he's letting you know what he feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so true. I just heard Amanda shushing him. So, okay, he stopped. But we yeah, have, he's really upset. He's like, oh. I'm fishy till I die. This is unacceptable. We I have know. neighbors. I hope nobody's taking it. I hope oh, go ahead. Go taking ahead. it too, too hard. No. I, I, I feel, I'll be honest with you. I'm upset too. Like I'll miss it, but yeah, me too. it's the right call. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. What were you saying about neighbors? Well, I was, his, his barking. We have neighbors who have this dog. He's massive. Like I, I don't think the dog weighs anything less He's than 200 pounds. <laughs> I don't, he, no, I don't <laughs> think so. He looks like the dog from Peter Pan, like the big fluffy white dog, but he's, he's oh. huge. Like he, he's got to weigh like 200 pounds and he has this like bellowing bark. And every morning he, Ooh. he goes outside between like six 30 and seven and he lets the neighborhood know he is outside. <laughs> He's yeah. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Rock you like a hurricane. Anyway. Like so, a yeah. mastiff kind of. Yeah, I don't know what, he, yeah, I don't know what his breed would be. I'd have to ask, but then Roscoe. I think a mastiff's a pretty big dog. Mastiffs so, are really big. It's so not he a could terrible be. guess. Well, he's massive. So I don't know. I don't know. He's Mastiff. He's Mastiff. <laughs> but um, Roscoe can't be bothered by it. It's hilarious. He'll be like under the covers of our mm -hmm. bed. And he's like, come on, come on, man. Just just stay asleep. <laughs> I love that Roscoe's taking on this like, I'm just like the old man next door. Or he really? Yeah. Like, vibe. He's, Even though he's still kind of young, isn't he? He's How only six. Roscoe? He's six. Yeah. He'll be, he's um, still got like a little puppy. He's got an old soul. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of is. So we took him to the vet for his regular checkup and they were like, okay, he's gained a little bit too much weight. So he put on some, some pandemic weight. But Ooh. a big part of it is that he yeah. sits under Everly's high chair when she eats and she's eating yeah. like, you know, regular people food. It's and not so, pandemic weight. It's like toddler it's weight. Toddler he's got weight, a baby around sure. the house to clean up after it's his so, job it is and you so, can't be bothered to vacuum that up right it's got to be him they recommended a food for him that was just like a regular dog food that we tried for like a month and a half and he hadn't lost any weight and we've been like really like 
portioning his food and being careful, da, da, da. And so we called back to the vet. We were like, hey, could you guys recommend like a weight management food? And the woman goes, um, I will have the doctor call you on Monday and we will get Roscoe started on his weight loss journey. And we were like, journey? <laughs> like, I just need him to lose a few pounds. So he's a little more Oh uh, my gosh, brisk. is he going to go paleo? He might, yeah. It might work. <laughs> They're going to put him on the Whole30? Well, the struggle too oh, is funny. now it's like, and I had my own doctor appointment, my regular checkup, and he was like, you got to get some more exercise in there. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it's 30 degrees out every day, and I don't really oh want to go gosh. jogging in it. you know. And Roscoe's the same way. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to go out there. So, you know, winter is upon us here. But Everly and I made a snowman for the first time, so that was really fun. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, it was really fun. She was, like, kind of helpful, but then also was just like, oh, let me put the snow in my mouth. And I'm like, can, yeah, that's great. Can I, <laughs> okay, I have a follow-up question and then a, a point of fact. How um, How tall was it? How tall is the snowman? Yeah. I would say roughly four and a half feet or so. Oh, wow. So taller than Everly. Oh, much taller than Everly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now my statement is, um, I've never made a snowman. Really? Well, yeah, I guess that checks. Like, why would you have? (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, I've seen snow, you know, several times now, but it's always been as an adult to like snowboard. I have made a snow angel. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that felt like a rite of passage. The interesting thing Um, about making... And I've thrown a snowball. A snowball. Okay. (laughs) The interesting thing about making a snowman, snowman is the conditions for the snow actually have to be very specific. Pretty, like pretty toit. <laughs> yeah, like the snow has to be uh, it has to be warm enough to where the snow is like kind of melting so that it's sticky mm. and then you can roll right. it up together. But when you get that fresh snow that's really powdery, that's great to ski on. <laughs> but um, Right, but it's not ideal for frosty. Yeah, it's not exactly. <laughs> You're not getting an Olaf out of that. Yeah. Oh, Olaf. Good one. Thank um, you. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it occurred to me until you just said that, that I've That's never so made interesting. one. Well, add it to the, the list next time I'm in a, a snowy environment. Yeah. And then I'll have some northerner correct me like, this isn't ideal conditions. You're going to have to. I'm trying postpone. to think yeah, exactly. We're, guys, this isn't going to work. We're going to have to hold off. I'm trying to think about like, what is the an analogous thing in my life? And I, I, I can only oh. get to, I've never surfed. I guess the answer well, would be sandcastle, sand but I have built sandcastles. Yeah. yeah. Or attempted uh-huh. to. I've never built a good one, but we've attempted. Oh, I've made some pretty deluxo. Really? We've, we've, we've done a, I know for sure I've done a few with a moat situation where you let the water, the tide oh, come in yeah. and then it fills up your moat. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I've definitely done. It's always better to get in that wet sand because you can really, um, you know, you don't want to be in the totally wet sand because you don't want it to flush away in 20 minutes. But see, you've got all the inside scoop. Like we've had we've had whole like systems where it's like fill this bucket up with some of the wet sand, bring it up, all that. We've done some deluxe. So I guess there's something there. Wow. Maybe. I, th- okay, I appreciate so yeah. you trying to make me feel better. No, that is the exact one to one. It definitely is. Like that's the exact one to one. But I've never met. Yeah, I guess I've yeah. never built a sandcastle to that level. Like we filled up a couple little buckets and made like, you know, like what almost is just like a big triangle and been like, all right, we did mm-hmm. it. You know, wow. <laughs> well, have you have you buried yourself in the sand or, or buried someone else? I've definitely never, never like in, in TV or the movies where someone's like buried up to their neck or anything like that. But we've. Well, you don't. Yeah, really? I've done that countless times. No, I, if I, can I be, it's so weird how it gets, this is horrible, but it gets like difficult to breathe. Oh yeah. And so you have to, yeah. So you can't go super deep into it, but we've definitely done it. And then you, you always give yourself like boobs. Of course. (laughs) I, right. You have to, 
No. You have to make it uh, anatomically correct. <laughs> of course, of course. We've done that in snow. I've never done that in sand, to my You've knowledge. You've been buried in snow? That sounds horrible. Well, like in your backyard, yeah. Or like on a ski trip, like if you're... I don't think I'd want to do that. Sometimes... It's just chilly. Yeah. What we've <laughs> gone on like family ski trips where we'd be skiing along the trail and my sister and I would see like a good area of snow and we'd pull off, take our skis off and like like cannonball into the snow and then climb out. Mm -hmm. That was always fun. If well, I can right, be okay, honest. Cannonball, you're right. If there's like a mound. Yeah. You but mean I'm, like I'm, get into I was it. picturing it the way you bury yourself in, in the, the sand. sand. Where you yeah, like yeah, lay yeah. down and then like friends just pile, pile on top on of you. you. Yeah. We've done that Ugh. with snow, but it's more of like a mean Ooh. thing. Like when you're sledding, you'd be like, get him. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Oh, if wow. I can, um, I'm, I've never really loved going to the beach. Like I would prefer oh. to go to a pool. I don't love sand. I don't like the mess that sand creates, right. but part of it could be that I don't have a ton of experience like dealing with then well, getting rid of the yeah. sand. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I, I don't think anyone enjoys the feel necessarily. <laughs> like I don't love it, but I'm so accustomed that it does not bother me. Like on a level where I'm like, I got, okay, I've had enough. You know what I mean? I'm sure. just like, it's just, it just is what it is. Uh, but I don't know that anyone is like all for it. The The real tricky part is when I was a kid and even now I'm like really afraid of sharks. Oh, So I can't, I don't, I can't swim alone. I get in my head and we're, I mean, even in the pool, I'll think that the one's going to pop out of the drain. <laughs> so I really prefer to be in the water with like a distraction or someone to talk to or whatever, just to keep my mind off of, you know, the possibility. Yeah. Um, so I would spend time in the sand until, because I, I needed the buddy system to go in the water. So even if I wanted to go in the water, it was like, mm, got to find someone that also wants to join me. Wow. Um, did I tell you about seeing, a, I don't know if this happened before we went on hiatus, but uh, when we saw a manatee. I don't think Recently so. at the beach. No. Man and I were in the water swimming at like, you know, it, it was probably like maybe 3 p.m. And because if you go at like off hours, you got to go at off hours during this whole thing. So it's not busy. Got it. Um, so like you, you can't really be there between like the 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's it gets too crowded um, or that's what we've decided. So we were there and I was like maybe three or four p.m. And th that's also you don't want to go at dusk or dawn because that's when the sharks are feeding. So oh, that's, geez. Like a, that's also a thing. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're guaranteed to, to run into one, but you're supposedly it increases your chances. So you don't want to be out it. there then or Jeez. don't want to be in the water. So we were like chilling in the water. It was probably, the water's probably like five feet deep. And, um, the, like just in that we like, we could stand if we wanted to, but a wave would come down by and it was over your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we saw like literally like too late to really react ourselves. We could see, you know, 20 feet or so away, people freaking out and looking down in the water. And we saw like this giant dark mass Whoa. moving and literally lost. I lost my shit. I was like, my heart started pounding and I like grabbed, I was like, Amanda, like freeze and start like, I was also like, don't be frantic and kick around because at this point you'll just look like prey. That was right. like my instinct, which is probably a, I don't know if that's even true, but uh, I was just like, it was too late to really react. I was like, there's no way we can get in like up to the shore. So it was just like, move away from wherever you see it moving and see and like, try and be calm. And cause it wasn't bo bothering anyone. And at this point, again, we don't know what it is. And then as it gets closer, we can, I can sort of read that people aren't fearful. Yeah. They seem like kind of scared like us, like, like more surprised. And then I'm like, uh, there's, I heard someone say like manatee or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, now I, I have not confirmed this. And there's not like the marine biologists over there. 
So there's right, no, exactly. like, it's just, that calmed me. And then we, and it moved probably within, I want to say three feet of us. Wow. We looked down and it was like right there moving by us. And I was like, oh yeah, that does seem like a manatee to me. Like it, it was very dark and like sharks are a little grayer. I'm yeah, afraid. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not a marine biologist either, but this is my deduction. And, and it was moving very slow and, and it just passed right by us. And then we sort of kind of catching our breath and slowing our heart rate had to, we just went up to the shore and we're like discussing it with other people and catching our breath and, you know, like calming ourselves down. But then we're watching it move down the shoreline in the same, very much the same way. And you just watch the people sort react of to it. Yeah. React, move some panicky, some night not. And I'm like, I wish I could run ahead and let everyone know not to be like super scared. Right. Because I didn't want them to experience what it's I just, just experienced. It's just the Wilford Brimley of the water coming your way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I mean, it was like, like a little bit terrifying in the moment, but then really cool. Once I was like, oh, that was actually a really neat experience. Um, once I got a hold of ourselves. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, it was kind of wild. Um, that's, and it was totally alone and... Usually you don't, I mean, we were right at, like off the coast in like our Deerfield beach area. And I was like, that's, I think pretty unusual. So yeah, I would bet. That's interesting. Wow, man. Yeah. So it was pretty wild, but, um, but yeah, that, I think, I don't remember that happened a couple months ago. Like I said, I couldn't remember if it happened while we were recording or not. No. I Sounds mean, like not. No. Because that no, definitely would have been a story not. I would have yeah, shared. And you just did. That was the story. Holy, <laughs> yeah, holy crap. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we, we, you guys should know when we headed into this, you know, quote unquote farewell episode, I was like, let's not worry about telling stories. Like, let's just talk and enjoy each other. And, yeah. And have a swan song. It was, oh man. And it has been I remember that. the early days of recording. Remember when we first started recording in LA, we lived in the same place. We would go to each other's my houses. Apartment. Yeah. The very, do you remember the very, very first time we tried to do this? And you, I do. You, you like didn't have the right cable. I brought the wrong, I brought a USB based microphone thinking like, oh yeah, right. we're just going to plug this into your uh, MacBook, and then yeah. you were like, "Oh, I have these like um, these uh, <laughs> like you know mi normal microphones, XLR microphones, XLRs, yeah. yeah." And I was like, "Oh, I have like four of those at home. I just brought the wrong thing." And then at the time, I think I was still. I think at that point, I was in the valley already. But anyway, I was like. Yeah. Well, should I go home and get it and come back? And we were like, eh, let's just like work through what we think this is going to be. We're like, okay. And then we came back the next <laughs> week and actually, and a, I think we just yeah, then we had a beer and I was like, oh, she doesn't like me at all now. Like this is, a, cause that was also kind of early <laughs> in our friendship. And that was the first time I think I would have been at your place too, which is kind of always a step yeah. in a friendship where you're like, come over to my place. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh yeah, no, she's, uh, th this is never going to happen. <laughs> she's going to, well, she's done. You should. I should, you should know I had no uh, ill will towards you. In fact, I remember thinking like, I was like, oh, I didn't explain myself well enough. And this guy is really tech savvy. So I was like, oh, he probably, and even thinking like his way might be better, but this is the equipment I have and how I was planning to set it up. And so, you know, th this is our, this is in my mind, the option. And I was like, not really understanding how he, yours might've worked that night. You know, there might, might have been a way to make it work. Quality, it would have been more work, but, but ultimately, yeah, I remember, um, was, we had, we had a couple episodes early on where we had not toggled to select microphone and it was recording from <laughs> our audio recorder. Cause like on this, yes, this is like inside techie, was, but, and we were like, why does it sound like we're so far away from each other? There's like a big echo. <laughs> and it was like, oh, maybe it's cause you're in your living room. <laughs> 
Yeah, we thought we should like barricade into some pillows or like record in the closet. And because it was like tinny and you're right far away. And I was like, I got this fancy recorder and I don't know why should be high quality. And it was just literally a like button we didn't push. We're like, oh, also didn't the first several episodes we recorded at my house. And then it was like, hey, can we switch off whose house? Yeah. I don't remember why that came about exactly. Maybe it was just because Amanda wanted the house like us not to invade her. <laughs> I think it was a scheduling thing because it was like, well, which of our partners is going to be home or not home? And who, yeah. who who have we bothered least the last week that we can <laughs> we can take away? Because Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm trying to remember because we would do. I also at the time was working an hour away from home. So like. Oh, yeah. Remember, like. And you were like, oh, well, it's you had a couple where we would do the podcast and then you'd be like, all right, I'm going to go to a mic. And I was like, you are? And you're like, yeah, it's only nine. And I was like, oh, well, have fun at the mic. I'll see you later. Like, <laughs> this was the end of my night and you were just getting warmed up like, oh, geez. I also remember we would record two at a time, at least maybe three sometimes. Yeah. We would record like we'd go far out as it wasn't. And I feel like in the last year or whatever, we had more timely relevant, like our conversations were also dealing with current events. Yes. Um, maybe because we started going weekly or whatever. I think so. And recording the day before it's released, you can actually touch on what's going on in the world. Yes. But in the very beginning, it was like one of the reasons we were doing it that way is because we wanted it to be that evergreen where it was like, it's just a story. You can like listen to it anytime. Yeah. And we wanted to like keep the consistent every week at the same day and time this thing comes out. And if we're yeah. not ready, like, ugh. cause there was, yeah. I think I remember the first time we took a hiatus, it was like, oh gosh, like, uh, I know. How should we're going to lose all of our listeners. It was hilarious. All, all 12 of them 12 are going to give up on us. <laughs> and then they'll never come back. But I do remember there was a point where we were probably like, at this point, you know, a dozen episodes in and my friend Jeremy at work was like, man, you guys got the audio zeroed in on that thing. It sounds great now. <laughs> and I was like, yes, thanks, man. Shout out to Jerbear. Yeah, shout out to Jerbear. Um, but I remember being like, all right, good. We figured it out. Cause then we started recording when we started recording in separate spaces, you moved back to Florida first. And then it was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's when it's a good thing we had ironed it out because then it got really complicated. (laughs) Yes. It was like, oh wait. Um, and then I'm one. And then by the time I moved back to Chicago, it didn't matter. It was like, oh, well, we're off. We just no, have to figure totally out the time. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it actually became easier. Yeah. But, well, and now if you think about it, I mean, for the last 10 months, all podcasts have been recording like ours. Remotely. Like we had it figured yeah. out and we were doing it before it was required by um, the pandemic. I like was, now everybody's doing it this way. And yeah. We're like, we already got it figured out. I was listening to a like much larger uh, money making, more successful pod. Well, not success. I would, oh, success right, right. I, would, I would put to the side because we're successful in our own way. Right. So that's like subjective, but yeah. whatever. So the guest was like, yeah, thanks for sending me this mic. This is really great. And I was like, oh, my God, they're sending out like three hundred dollars <laughs> Sony microphones to their guests. That's insane just to control the quality. And then in my head, they didn't go any further than that. They just said like, thanks for the mic. They're like, oh yeah, great. We've been sending them to everybody to make sure the audio quality is great. Anyway, da, 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 da. And and then he, he was like, consider that a gift. And I was like, what? I'm like, you're keeping them? Dear God. Wow. That's awesome. I'm like, I want to be a guest on your podcast just to get the the mic. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's fancy. Isn't that wild? Because I've heard a lot of podcasts. I'd be like, do you have a pair of AirPods or just like yeah, some just anything? iPhone headphones yeah. that got a microphone on it? That'll be great. Can I get like <laughs> just like a pack of AA batteries even? I feel <laughs> like, um, and I don't know if you've felt this way, but I do feel like, especially early when 
like the uh, end of spring into the beginning of summer, we all got a little bit relaxed on what we would allow as far as quality content goes. Like in the past, oh, like for sure. if I listen to That's why to Tiger a, King got popular. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, like two years ago, if I turned on a podcast and the audio was really bad and they sounded really echoey and oh, it was like hard to, I would be like, I don't over. have time for this. But now I feel like we've all developed a little bit more of a skin of being like, yeah, let me give them some space because I get it. They're working on Zoom and I'm working on Zoom and this is fine. Oh, yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. And I think, too, with like the advent of TikTok, which is just like people on their phone being like, go. And it's like, oh, OK, great. Like the quality yeah. control has gone down a bit. But I think it's starting to level back up because now people are like, OK, cool. We figured out how to do this. Now, how do we do this at the highest level? Like, let's do right. that. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of that stuff, TikTok or whatever, the social media like phone content has gotten really good. The yeah. quality is real. Like, you know, it's like those commercials that are like shot on iPhone and I'm like, no way. Yeah. Like, Isn't that crazy? Some of that stuff. I'm like, that's, you're still like a DP or professional camera right. person because even if that was shot on iPhone there, you have to have an eye and a location scouted and there, there was a team for just sure. Cause you're holding an iPhone. That know? was a whole other conversation Amy and I had because early in the pandemic, she was getting these auditions as an actor that was like, oh, you're going to film this yourself at home. And it was like, oh, well, I'm an actor, though. I'm not a director of photography or a lighting designer or a sound <laughs> designer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my specialty is being on camera and, and emoting emotion in a real way. Like, the 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 idea that, like, oh, yeah, now we're just going to have these actors do this. And then the secondary level of that was... Well, are you going to be paying these actors more for the amount of work right. they're going to be doing? Because like, you know, that's and, another skill. Exactly. That's something else yes. they're bringing to the table that they have to go become experts in. It yeah. takes training. And, and yeah, we've talked a lot about this, but I, I just think artists should be paid fairly. And it's like, well, yeah. you're no longer just asking this person to do one role. You're asking them to do four and you're mm -hmm. going to quality control what they do. Like they better be paying them more to do these things. I don't know if that's true or not, if they were paid more or less. Um, Amy did do, um, she filmed an episode of Chicago Med that they were back in production in Chicago. And the experience was totally different being on like a pandemic ready set than it would have been two years ago. It was kind of wild to hear about. Like um, even as much as like she got, she had like, she was tested, I want to say, like somewhere around like 10 times throughout the time she was working, like for two, like every time she'd get to set, they'd do a rapid test. Mm. It's wild, the stuff. I mean, yeah. in, in a good way, in a very positive way that they're being as cautious as they are. But anyway, sorry, this is getting mm. into pandemic combo now. <laughs> Here we no, are. No, it's okay. I mean, I feel, oh my gosh, I feel like that is what everyone's experiencing where you can't really have a conversation with someone without it. Inevitably it turns to something related. Yeah. Even if you're trying not to, and you're like, okay, let's enough about that. Let's talk about something else. And then the conversation is inevitably going to wind back to some, you know, extension of it because yeah. it's, it affects, it's affecting so much of our lives. You know, it can't not. I, so that, that happening is just totally a, you I, know. yeah. Like I had heard this idea of like, um, feeling the feeling of being like, um, the, the up and down of feeling like, wow, I'm really enjoying this actually. Like I'm enjoying the being home part and I'm enjoying the having a little bit more time part. Um, and then the, the, the polar opposite of that of being like, oh my God, I just want the world to get back to normal. And then dealing with that up and down feeling, you know what I mean? Where some days you're like, yeah. this is actually okay. Like, wow, we're, we're seeing each other a little bit more often. This is great. Or then the polar opposite of like, oh, we're seeing each other a little more often. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that, that well, whole I think struggle. it's all, it's probably just part of like coping mechanisms too, yeah, right? To like, I think so. Like I have a joke about 
<laughs> like, just let me complain because yeah. I mean, it's still happening, but especially early on, people were like, you have all this time, like start a garden, write a novel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, can I just be sad and bored and like upset? But people were like trying to positive spin so much. And I think that has to be part of our own like human instinct to just deal Yes. Is, to, is to find joy or happiness in whatever our situation is, even if like, especially if it's beyond our control. So I, I really think that that's just a product of human nature. I think like, so. And I, I've been having those same things too. Like, you know, I'm like one minute I'm, I'm like thrilled at all the time to write. And then I'm pissed because I'm like, no, I need to be on stage to write. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's, that almost goes so, all the way back to like when, when, um, when Amy and I first started dating, if she'd had a bad day, my instinct was whilst she complained about what had happened and complained almost has like a dirty term to it. You know what I mean? But like she was well within yeah. her right to complain about her shitty day. And then my she needed to vent. Exactly. My gut reaction yeah. was to provide solutions. And finally, oh, right. early on in our in which I do, I don't want to like totally like uh, generalize this, but I do think that that is a male trait that is like, you know, so. Oh, that's an everyone trait. Is it an too, everyone though, trait? I okay. I mean, man and I have that same. We've had, I don't know if we've actually talked about this on the podcast too. I feel like we it, may it have, sounds familiar. But she basically. But, but the idea of so solving. Solving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than just listening. And so finally one day she was like, sometimes I just, I need to get it out and I need you to kind of mm -hmm. um, like validate that validate my feelings, but not offer solutions. And I was like, oh my God, I right. totally understand that. Um, and I've had that yeah. even, and I've had to remind myself of that, like in all facets of my life, whether it's like personal relationships, professional relationships, you know what I mean? Cause sometimes Absolutely. someone at work is just like, oh my God, such and so is asking me to do X, Y, and Z. And I just can't deal with it. And, and rather than being like, well, maybe you should make a list and Try then this. maybe you could delegate to, to Toby and then, then Toby could send it yeah. to Marge well, and it's like, oh. That's, that's a lesson I think people learn over and over again. It's not something that you can just fix. Even, off, even when yeah. you're aware of it, you, you can't always apply it. It's sort of that difference between like, I want to vent or I want to consult. Like yeah. I'm, I'm venting to you. I just want to get it out or I'm consulting you for advice. But like even, I mean, I don't know if we want to transition to talk about this at all, but last week with what happened at the Capitol, <sighs> I was like watching the news I had the TV on, my phone on Twitter, and my computer uh, watching this like New York Times live feed of um, what had what was supposed yeah. to be this live feed with commenta uh, commentary of what was going on, like the vote like tally or whatever and confirmation, and turned into live commentary about what was yeah. going on. And so I'm watching and and experiencing all these things and really upset. And then probably like three four hours of that later, when it seemed to be, you know, at, at least getting under control, I finally was able to step away. And I was, you know, talking to a man about how I felt about everything. And she's like, you just need to turn off the news, turn off the news. And I was like, babe, I'm not looking for a solution. Yeah. I know what I need to do. I know right. how I could maybe make it a little better, but right now I'm just trying to deal. And you know, it, it, she was like, of course, of course I'm trying to solve it. And it's that same lesson. So it's like, and we've discussed it and we know that about each other. Yep. So it's, it's just sort of a thing you, I think it's like a knee jerk reaction to solve or to offer solutions or to even, totally. it's like part of our, it's like in our DNA. I think almost. it's part of our, our empathy yeah. is even you are, you were trying to put yourself in their shoes and then say what you would do or what they, you know, what could maybe help instead of just be like, that sucks. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. We had a similar night. Well, I came home from, I get home around seven 30, the show ends at seven and then um, I kind of walked in the door and we were, we had both been very like, 
frustrated, uh, ranging from like frustrated, depressed, saddened by, enraged by, you know what I mean? Everything that happened. All of it. We got home and talked about it for maybe two minutes, knowing each of us feels the exact same way. And then I think Amy, Amy was just sort of like, let's not let this be our whole night. And I was like, yep. Okay, cool. You want to see what's on HGTV? Great. Boom. <laughs> like we, you know what I mean? Like it, it was sort one of those like things a check where in, we did exactly. And yeah. And that's what, and I'm glad you were on the same page. Yeah, we, I yeah, mean, for I, sure. I ended up, um, this like women's comedy, like creative group that, um, oh, has cool. been going on for a long time, had a meeting that night. And so I jumped on that. At first I was going to skip it thinking I just need to decompress or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, this could be really helpful. Oh, that's, so, yeah, that's smart. Cause I was yeah. like, I know they're going to address it and maybe that would be good to like, no, I'm not alone and feeling this. Cause Amanda right. and I deal with this stuff very, very differently. So even though I know I'm not alone, of course I'm not alone. I have right. a wonderful wife who's very supportive and you know, I'm supportive right back, but we don't always process things the same. And also when you're around someone all the time, it's like, maybe you just need another perspective. Yeah, right? for sure. So I jumped on there and it was like, they, we talked about it like right off the top. And I admitted one of the things that was like really weirdly difficult for me about it or I feel like it was weirdly maybe it's not unique at all but I when it was like over and I was processing it I felt this strange guilt which might be part of my own you know negative self-talk in general but all of a sudden it was like okay now I've wasted I wasted three four hours of my day on their bs is that now they've won again in a sense of taking my you know free will of working on projects or whatever I wanted to do creatively. And I was like really beating myself up about that. Like I made it personal and like about me. And, and it was like, so that was like a weird, like, you know, ripple almost consequence of it. And so when I went to this group and we talked, they sort of, there were some people that had the same feelings and others that shared some perspective that really helped me. Oh, that's Um, great. Just talking about like you were part of like this is history and you had yeah. to take part in history and a, and a cultural event and a thing. And, you know, part of that is doing your job as a citizen and as a comedian to be like aware of what's going on. Totally. And um, uh, I just want to share this in case someone listening is like, she's not going to tell us the perspective. Uh, so, And then the <laughs> other part was um, one of the women mentioned how like growing up, she was a black woman and growing up, like her father would always share how it's important to know your enemy. And so taking time to research or learn or watch the news or whatever, and know your enemy and know about their, like, so that you can, you know, whether it be, you know, refute, you know, go to whatever it is, it's important to take the time to do that. And so it it, almost calling it research. And I was like, well, that's interesting perspective too. Is like, you got to know what's going on to have, you know, feelings on it and totally. want to act and all that. And so, yeah. So that just made me feel better. I, I know it's, I know it's like an ongoing thing. I'll still feel guilty sometimes. And there's other negative feelings that came out of it that are personal. But the other thing is it's, you know, not about me necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's funny. Um, this, and this has nothing to do with it all, but like I made this comment to Amy about how like we're all the star of our own show. So like, Mm-hmm. I had a doctor's appointment and I doctor, I had LASIK surgery done, which was great. It worked out really well. It's fantastic. But I had, <laughs> you have to do these follow-ups. And so I literally had a follow-up and last week and I was like, 
what did I wear to the last follow-up? And she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I don't want to walk in wearing the same clothes and have all of them be like, wow, this guy, he's only got like two outfits. What's his deal? Okay. That's hilarious. I thought that was a, a woman only problem. No. Oh no. <laughs> so. And then I, I literally stopped down in the midst of saying this to her and I was like, wow, like we're all the star of our own show. Like how, what like narcissistic of a thought for me to think that these people who have seen hundreds, at least hundred of <laughs> other patients in the time, in the last five weeks, since I've not been there, that they would, then I would walk in in this blue sweatshirt <laughs> and they would be like, oh man, this guy only has this Ugh. one blue sweatshirt. Ugh, trash. Like what? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I always no, have totally. to remind but myself I also of those think things that's, too. Right. It's in that perspective is important, although it may not turn off the thoughts. No, know, it doesn't turn off. I, I'm just trying. Yeah, exactly. It's like just being yeah, able to take but, that next step does, of checking in. <laughs> yes. Well, and, but that's hilarious too, because when you, when I had the realization, I'm like, why am I making this about me? Then I proceeded to beat myself up about making it about me when it was like, no, I still like one of the things that was hard for me is like the injustice of it all. It was like, yeah, I can't believe these things are happening. And it's very upsetting that, you know, 45 instigated it or and all of all of that of course but then the injustice of it of like comparing it to the black lives matter protests right, and exactly. so there was there was all of that but then when i'm processing it, it's like well how do i make this you know i'm internalizing it and, and putting it into my own personal life and totally it's, yeah, i don't, yeah, I don't think that anybody can help that no. um but yeah so if, if you all that to say if, if you dealt with any of that or felt any of those things like god give yourself a break please totally. please 100 <laughs> percent. you know we're all just doing our best. And also remember, nobody remembers what you wore yesterday. You know, <laughs> nobody does. I, have, I can't tell you how much I do that with like oh my God. shows or venues. What did I wear last time? But And, and it's, oh yeah. And even with the benefit of, okay, well, at least I'm on stage. So I know people are taking notice of me, but like, who, who's going to be there? The tech people that work there that are there every month, like they're going to notice when they have, you know. 50 other shows with how many other talent getting on stage and like, yeah, nobody, what? It's not about you. <laughs> nobody I, cares that much. No, nobody does. I've had though my worst fears realized where oh no, we'd <laughs> like, it's happened a couple of times because look, I have my wardrobe that I have and it's been cold down over the years and like whatever, my capsule, if you will. And so <laughs> I, wait, what's your capsule, your wardrobe? You call it your capsule? My capsule. That's like a fr that's like a thing, yeah, within fashion. It's like these are the like the palettes and the styles that I've drawn oh, to. Interesting. I've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. that. Amy told me that a few years ago and I was like, oh. She's oh, like, she's yeah, so yeah, hip. yeah. You're like identifying your capsule or whatever. Anyway, <gasps> I've had it where yeah. like okay, now I, I totally understand. You know what I mean? We've uh, we did headshots at this at the radio station and we did like new headshots or whatever. And then the day we were reviewing the headshots, I looked down and I was wearing the same thing I was wearing in the headshots whilst we were reviewing the headshots. <laughs> and then we've had I've had the same situation in filming things where like we'll have filmed the thing and then I'm like looking over the edit you know a week later and i'm like oh, oh i'm yeah. wearing what i'm wearing in the sh thing in the edit and it's just like very funny so yep. that but hey i feel you such as life like but more than likely you're the only one or only, at least the first even one in that instance the only out, one that notices you know? it yeah. yes yeah well look uh yeah. this uh this whole thing this series finale has been, uh, it's been fun. It's, we incidentally yeah. got some fish out of water, a story in it. We got some of we our did. classic introspective, it just comes retrospective. Natural to us. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Perspective, uh, perspire. I had all a great time. Yeah. Not just uh, this episode, but the whole thing. It's been Same. a really fun uh, ride. And, uh, 
it, never say never. Maybe we'll come back and, and reconvene for another podcast in the future or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but this has been fun. And um, Patreons, we're going to hop over and give you that, yeah. that Patreon that, content. That so, extra sauce. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Get a little extra. You know, don't aside a ranch, if you will. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yep. Well, thank you all so much for um, always listening and supporting us. We, we really, really appreciate it. And this has been a real big blast. Yes. So uh, all the best to a everybody. Big blast. And those episodes are going to yeah. be up forever. So you can always go back. You can always go back. Right. Totally. They'll be there. And um, follow uh, Chris Petlack on all the social media at Chris Petlack. Um, you can listen to him on the radio. That's right. Yeah. Do and all that stuff. That's right. And stay, follow. Stay fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fishies, <laughs> fishies stay friends. Fishy stay fans. friends. And you can follow Casey at Casey Conley. And currently you can catch her on virtual comedy shows. <laughs> Eventually you'll yeah, be able to watch her it. in real life. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thanks. You've been great. And um, bye, mom. Bye. 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 Bye.